Happy Mother's Day, Femcanics! In a special edition episode, this week I'm giving you an inside look into my life by letting my kids be in the driver's seat to interview me about the world of Femcanics. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. You're listening to Femcanic Garage, the podcast that features women in the automotive and motorsports industries. A community that elevates, empowers, and evolves by smashing stereotypes and breaking down barriers for women. I'm your host, Jamie Blossman. Buckle up for the ride, Femcanics. Hello, Femcanics. This is Jamie B. coming to you, and today I am recording a special episode. It's a Mother's Day episode, and I thought it would be pretty cool to have a Mother's Day this episode and invite my two children into picking my brain and me asking them some questions to get a kid's perspective on this whole Femcanic community. So I want to first say big thank you and huge admiration for all of the women that are mothers and in this industry, getting it done, wearing multiple hats. Kudos to all you ladies out there that are getting out there, turning wrenches, painting those cars, working on those cars in the motorsports industry. Thank you for all you do and showing other women that you can do those things and still be a mother. So thank you for doing what you do. But to get started, what I'm going to be doing is a kind of a question and answer session where it gives you guys an opportunity to look behind the scenes or pull the curtain back to get to know me and my family a little more. Normally, I'm the one asking the questions to other femcanics out there and they're sharing their story. But every now and then, I like to give you guys a little insight into my world and my family. So what better time to do it than for Mother's Day? So I'm going to go ahead and have my children introduce themselves. I'm going to start with my daughter. Hi, my name is Jaden. I am 12 years old. I also like doing art. That's really fun. Hi, everyone. I'm Jordan. I am almost 10 years old. My hobby is Legos and Minecraft. I love Minecraft. And... I have a dream of having a driving RV and traveling the world. Jaden is actually the very first TikTok that is done for Femcanic Garage. Uh, That was my daughter doing it because I know nothing about TikTok other than I know Femcanic Garage needs to be on it so that we can attract the younger crowd into this amazing industry. So I want to go ahead and get started. My question to both of you, Jaden and Jordan, is what... In your guys' eyes, do you think Femcanic stands for or what a Femcanic is? Well, for me, from what you've showed us, is just somebody, a woman in particular, who is in the automotive industry and is doing things that other people, such as men, think that you couldn't do. Yeah. Well, kind of what Jaden said, but I'm going to be perfectly honest right now. I barely know what a Femcanic is because I've never heard any of the podcasts. Like, I've heard one on Spotify, but I only listened to two minutes of it because I was at school and it was about time because our free choice was over and we had to go to morning meetings. I love the honesty. That's perfect. So if you were to guess, Jordan, if you were to guess, Jordan, what do you think it is? Um, I would think it's a woman that 
that men underestimate because most women are like how like a woman tries doing a job and then, like as soon as they see them they underestimate like that's a woman they can't do that I, I don't think you're that far off little man and that's um that's something that a lot of women in the industry are facing so I've taken the liberty of asking the first question. So why don't we go ahead and kick it back over to you guys. And Jaden, do you want to ask your first question? Yeah. Monty, what is it like balancing your life as a full-time worker, partner, and woman in the automotive industry while balancing mommy duty? That is a great question. And maybe you're you're just priming yourself for being a podcast host someday, Jaden. But that's a question in so many ways that I ask almost every one of my guests is to have them dig in to ask that and answer that question. And to be honest, I don't think myself or any of the other women out in the industry has it figured out. Majority of the time, I feel like I'm failing at it, to be honest. The only thing that I feel confident about is my day job. My my day job is I'm a process improvement manager at Safe Light Auto Glass. And I feel good in that space. But the majority of the time, I feel like I'm failing as a parent. <laughs> a lot of times I feel like I'm failing at a partner uh, to Monica. And I think the key to all of this, if I'm telling both of you some advice, that whole myth about balancing it is garbage. You don't balance any of those things. There's going to be some days where you are phenomenal and just killing it at your work. And then you're a miserable partner because you're tired when you get home or you're a miserable parent because you're tired when you get home. And then there's other days where you feel like you're killing it as a parent. You feel like you're hitting it out of the park and you're present and you're playing a board game and you're all laughing together and then there's other days where I feel like I'm telling you no all the time or yelling at you. Or there's those days where I am so zoned out where I can't be present for Monica and do the things that we love doing and really connecting. I think the key to all of this is you do the best you can and give yourself some grace that you're not going to be amazing at all of them all at once every day. I think that's the biggest key. Um, that's actually really good in my question. I actually just made this one up right now, but it's not on my list. I actually just made it up. Go ahead. How does it feel to like not use a robot to build the van that's up in the garage? Not use a robot. So just those of you who may just be listening to Femganic Garage for the first time, my partner and I, Monica, are working on a 1965 Ford Econo line, and we're restoring it right now. And I think, Jordan, what you're talking about is not having someone else, machines per se, but Monica and I with our own hands building it. How do I feel about that? Yeah, like that. So I feel very proud of it, and it's actually a lot of fun. And majority of the time we work on it when, when you guys are not here um, for multiple reasons. Uh, one reason is for safety. Two, when you guys are here, we like spending time with you guys and trying to do stuff with you guys. And three, 
Sometimes we get incredibly frustrated and we say adult words that you guys don't need to hear. And anyone who has worked on cars knows exactly what I'm talking about. Sometimes you feel very triumphant working on it. Other times you feel very frustrated and angry. How long have you been in the automotive industry, Mati? Uh, well, before the automotive industry, I was actually a financial advisor for Morgan Stanley and Edward Jones. Uh, about six years now, I think. About six years. But I've always, I've always loved cars ever since I was little. I've heard stories you told us when you were little where you were wearing your Easter dress and you went out in the garage and you got all dirty. I remember that story. That was cool. That's the only time a dress is useful at that age anyway. All right. I remembered my thing. Can we just introduce the dog that's sitting on your lap right now? Yes. Our our doggy, Snowball, he's an eight-pound Maltese mix, is actually sitting on my lap right now. And he's being a good boy. And then my other question is, what is your dream for Pemkinic? Like, what do you want it to do? Like, like other than what it's doing right now. Do you mean other than just a podcast or what do you mean? Like, what do you want it to be? What do I want it to be? Okay. What I would like it to be is to inspire other women. And, and honestly, also inspire many men to learn how to work with women so that women are not underestimated and they feel respected in the work environment, but also to inspire women a couple ways. One, so that they keep going because a lot of them want to quit. And two, before a lot of women even get started in this industry, they end up not pursuing it because either they're too scared or they have been told that they can't or they shouldn't do it by someone in their life. So ultimately, I hope to do that. Did people look at you different for being a femcanic or a woman doing a man's job? Honestly, I have personally not ran into that in my life. I know there's a lot of women that I've interviewed that that has been the case for them. Um, And that was part of my motivation in starting this is to understand my fellow sisters out there to understand their world because my experience was very different than a lot of these women out there. And I've been very blessed to not have run into a lot of those things. And it's just a matter of shedding light to share with those other women. My last and final thing that I want to say, I'll probably add on to some more later but what are things you want to sell for Femkinet? not like one of those like things you're doing over there what Mm -hmm. like what do you want to sell what do i want to sell there's two things i call it swag and i call it cool shit and beyond that there's also events so swag is just what you'd probably imagine eventually having t-shirts bandanas um, stickers, femcanic stickers, having cool quotes on them that women can put on their toolboxes or magnets. Also, my, my partner and I, Monica and I, you guys as stepmom, we like 
going to flea markets, swap meets, different things like that. And we like finding car parts and repurposing them into other type of furniture or things that can be repurposed for the garage. And those should be actually some of those should actually be going up on the website here soon. And events is another big thing where we have female-focused events, not that men cannot participate in them, but the focus is on women, uh, to have fun events for women that circle around the automotive and motorsports industry. Who knows? It'd be cool to have Femcanic on a race car someday. That would be cool. (laughs) What is it like seeing how women are sized down or treated different because it's a man's job, such as, like, lower payment and just a lower rank in a job just because they're a woman. They, people don't, well, men don't think that they can do a higher rank job. So I'm going to kind of answer a question with a question. So I've done many interviews now and a lot of the podcasts talk specifically about that. You're 12 years old, Jaden, and Jordan, you're nine years old. And I'm curious to get your guys' perspective around that. What is that like being a 12-year-old growing up, Jaden, as a female? And I don't know if you've seen any of that where boys are treated differently just because they're a boy or pointed in the direction that girls should do X, Y, Z because you're a girl. Have you experienced any of that? Well, when I was in fourth grade, I liked playing football with my friends in the backyard and I would want to go to school and play football and I would play with the guys and they would never pass me the ball. So I would just kind of give up and just go do something else with my friends. And that was just kind of, I talked to you about that. I remember cause it was just, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I'm like a person too. I should be able to do anything that a guy can do. I actually have a, con- I actually have a connection to that. Because one time, like, a girl said a bad word on the bus. That girl got in trouble, suspended from the bus for, like, a week, right? And then, like, all the guys say bad words and stuff. And then the bus driver doesn't even care. He's like, keep going, keep going, I don't care at all. That's that's a great point, Jordan. And you hit the nail on the head. And ladies and gentlemen listening to this podcast... These are, this is elementary school level stuff. This, this is our societies teaching this at a young age and it's a shame. Jaden, hand that back to Jordan. I want to ask him a follow-up question. What do you think about that, buddy? I think that's mean because our bus driver, even though our bus driver doesn't care about much because he's just driving and looking at his phone texting. So I don't think he cares about much about his job, but like... Which isn't very safe, but go on. Well, um, I'm just wondering, like, why do you treat other people differently? We're all people. We're all people. I agree with that. Jaden, do you have any other questions? When you were growing up, Matthew, in your, where you lived, where, did you see some of the, um, things that me and Jordan see today? Like, was there people that you lived by that would treat you or other people differently? Uh, Yeah. I lived in a very white, predominantly white. There was only one black boy 
in all four grades of high school. Just one. Every other person was white. There was racism, um, not just around color, but uh, growing up, I kind of always knew I was a lesbian, but I was too scared to come out because where I grew up, it was very close-minded, very judgmental, and very close-minded. And that can be very scary for a lot of people. Uh, that's one of the main reasons why I left that town. And I ended up going to Ohio State University because it was liberal, open, and I felt like I could be who and what I wanted to be. So, yeah, I definitely saw that. And it's not, I've always loved cars. Uh, and I'm a pretty strong-minded, stubborn person. Me too. Oh, okay. you say just so am I. I'm just stubborn in general sometimes. This is <laughs> This is recorded, everyone, so I'm going to play this back when they're older, but that was a a blessing and a curse sometimes for me because I refused to be shoved into a box in normal stereotypes, so I played my sports. I still went over to, uh, well, Grandma, my mom's partner's goat farm was across the... the yeah, it was it was technically a goat farm, uh, but there were no goats in it anymore. There was just cars in there, and I had a ball going through and having fun doing that with um, Randall, which is my stepdad. So it's not that you know my mom and dad discouraged me from digging into cars and pursuing anything around that. But I also wasn't encouraged. It more was like a phase or look at this hobby. And this, this hobby is actually something I really enjoy doing. Jordan, do you have any other questions for me? Yeah, I actually have two. Okay. Did the black boy in your school, like the only, like only one get like bullied? You know, it's an excellent question, and I, I'm i not sure, to be honest with you, Jordan. Um, he was, I think, two years younger than me, so I was a junior when he was a freshman, and you kind of get sucked into your own little worlds when you're in high school and your groups of friends. It would not surprise me if he was, uh, but I just don't know for certain. And then my other question is, I forget what the meaning of lesbian is. I forget I forget the meaning. You've told me before, but I forget. Yeah. Oh, you want to answer it, Jaden? Go ahead. It means you like girls and you are a girl. That's right. That's right. And why don't we talk a little bit about our family dynamic? I'm going to ask you guys, too, because part of Femcanic Garage isn't just about cars. Because we're people. And even though people work on cars... We're humans and people, and we have lives first. So what is it like for the two of you to have really three moms? Your guys' mother and I are separated, and now we, and I've been with Monica for six years now, you guys have a stepmom, so Monica and I are together. What is it like having two mom, two really three moms? For me, it's kind of great because I guess, like, we're all girls, me, 
you, Monica, and Mama, because, I mean, it's just easier for me to ever talk to girls. Like, even when I would go to um, teachers, it's just easier for me to talk to a female teacher because I, I guess that's just how I am. For me, it's harder to talk to a male because I guess I don't understand everything. I know there's probably women listening to this laughing right now. <laughs> That's not just your age, Jane. <laughs> I think it's kind of confusing. It's confusing? Okay. I think it's because one mom doesn't like Monica, one mom loves Monica, and then it's kind of confusing because like, someone tells a story about Monica, and then the other parent tells a story about Monica, and then I'm like, which one do I believe? Which one do I believe? You know what that is, buddy? That's the challenges of a blended family right there. Those are legitimate challenges of a blended family. And that is confusing. And, I, you know, my partner and I joke around that we've done a good job if the kids only need need less than a thousand dollars or a thousand hours of therapy. So it's that's part of the the challenge of all of this. And that's an honest answer, buddy. And it can be incredibly confusing. So do you guys have any other questions? No. But I do want to do something. Do you mind if I press that button? Go ahead, push it. I can't help it. <laughs> okay. So I am going to ask you guys a final question and that final question is what would you like to be or do when you grow up um for one i would want to be a a professional game designer and two i would love to be a famous youtuber a famous youtuber all right all right. Jordan Jordan just did the dab. When I grow up, I I want to be a couple of things. I don't know which one. I want to be an artist. Well, I kind of already am an artist because it's just fun. I want to do interior design because I like art. And I feel like helping someone bring their home to life and just helping them feel safe and comfortable in their home was just something that I like to do. And... A counselor, a lawyer, because I feel like I've always been good at talking to people. I talk a lot. Or I could be a judge. That'd be a really good job for me because I, like I said, I'm very stubborn. And I like to talk about my side. So, and I, I just want to. No. <laughs> I just want to take a hand no. on the table and say, jail. Two years. I don't know. I feel like that sounds like fun. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, wait, your brother and wants to I don't want something. a house. I want to drive your RV. Remember that, people, and I will get it. Remember it. All right. Okay. Well, Jaden and Jordan, thank you both for being willing to be on the Femcanic Garage podcast with your Mati. Let me ask you guys that final question. What is it like to call me Mati opposed to mother? And for those of you who are listening, my kids call me Mati. It is Croatian. For my- we are not Croatian. But we just I chose a um, another name for mom. It just means mother in Croatian, but that way it sounds different. But what is that like being in school when you say my mati? I think it's kind of fun to sing, not mom. You go, 
Hey, this is my Marty. Hello. Uh, Wait, what was the question? What is it like it calling me Marty opposed to mom or I mean, mother? I get a lot of questions about like, is that is that your aunt? Is that your grandma? I'm like, no. Grandma. Yes, I've been asked. Grandma? Yes, I've been asked. <laughs> oh, I'm so offended. You have to tell me who said that. I'm going to kick him in the shin. It was Cassie. That's so rude. <laughs> my God, I don't look that old. I see you. I was just saying my Marty and she's like... Is that your grandma? Oh, okay. Then Cass gets a pass on that. <laughs> if she saw me and asked me. Okay, that's fine. I'm totally cool with that. Uh, I guess it's kind of nice having a separation. Kind of like, I don't use it to like, like downsize it as a mother. It's kind of like, it's just dif- different in saying mother. Because like, if I called you mama and I called my other mom mama, it could get confusing because if we all still live together and you said, and you said, Mama, it would be absolute chaos because then you would come. Let's say you're downstairs and you come running upstairs. Yes, Mama's on the toilet. Yes, of all things, you chose toilet. It could have could have been working on the car, but no, I had yes. to That's had to be on the toilet, huh? <laughs> so real quick, do you always have to explain to people what Mati is? Yes, 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 I do. And what is that like it's to have kind to do of that? Sometimes it's with the friends that I've, especially with the friends that I've known longer. But it's it's if it's someone new, it's not not that weird. I mean, for me, I just it just happens naturally. Like I'm just going to my Mati's house today. Yeah. What do they um, say when you tell them that you have two moms? How do you explain that to them? Most of the time, I never just flat out say I have two moms. I just say my other mom, like, I'm going to my other mom's house today. And, like, you have a stepmom? I'm like, yes, I do. But I also have two moms. And, like, what? And they have to go through the whole, they're lesbian. They were, le- well, one of them's lesbian. I don't know about the other one because I don't want to ask her her sexuality. Because that's just weird. <laughs> it's not weird. No, it's weird. It's weird with her. And just to be clear, your other mom, it, she ended up marrying a man after she and I separated. That's why you're yes confused she 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 can be many things actually so what is the kind of reaction that you've gotten from friends when you tell them that you have three Some of them already knew like Lindsay, i told her once and she's like okay you can just you can stop now i understand like the others like riley riley um my friend riley she was like i had to explain to her many times like when we would do like um the assemblies where you would all come and there would be like four people there and she's like, what is happening? And then later in class, I'd have to explain to her, this is my mom, this is my Mati, this is my stepmom, Monica, this is my dad, stepdad, technically. And then, yeah. like, it's just a whole thing. So Lin- Lindsay was like... She, she already knew what everything was. She got it. You didn't have to keep explaining it 800 times. Did Have you gotten any negative feedback from anyone? No, not really. I mean, not that I remember. Probably behind my back there might have been some things that I didn't hear. But other than that, no, not really. Like, a lot of my friends, they're really understanding and they just get my family. Like, especially Cass, because mm-hmm. she has two parents and two households that she goes back and forth between, so she understands. Lindsay mm-hmm. understands, too, because she goes back and forth between the houses. Do you want to answer, Jordan? Also, my friend Oren, he understands, too, because he goes to his dad's house, like, for one week. I mean, one weekend. And then the next week he stays at his mom's house for the weekend. What is it like for you telling your friends that you have three um, moms? I haven't gotten negative feedback. 
None whatsoever. What is it like for you to share, though? Is it a big deal? Is it weird? Is it? It's not a big deal at all, except one of my friends, not in this voice, but it's kind of funny. He just went, oh, my God. <laughs> Jaden, you were going to say something else. I was going to say my friend Evan would probably understand that, too, because just like he's normally home by himself most of the time with his friends or he'll go out on walks by himself. And he'll probably understand mm-hmm. what it's like to have just, like, a separation between things. Because even though he doesn't have two households, he's still by himself most of the time because his mom's not normally home and his brothers are in school. And I imagine they're both in college right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've met Evan a few times, and he's he's a pretty amazing kid. He's a pretty amazing kid. And he's he's definitely welcome here anytime. All right, kids. Thank you for being willing to sit down. I'm getting fist pump from my son. An elbow hit since we're it's coronavirus from my daughter. But um thank you both for being on the podcast. I appreciate you being willing to sit down even though this is like fun time playing with microphones and recording stuff for you guys. Uh but being attentive and coming prepared with questions ahead of time rather than just talking about nonsensical things on here. So thank you both for doing that. I'm very proud of both of you. And maybe you can be that YouTuber in the future. And who knows, Jaden, you may be an interior designer on HGTV. Y'all can look up Jaden in the future. (laughs) She said, say it again. Maybe you can. Judy, you never know. (laughs) You'll be Judge (laughs) Jaden. So, you know, when I get my YouTube channel, when I'm like 16 or 17 or 18, I don't even know now. But, you know, you get the point. You better yeet that like button. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. And now you got to go do family help or schoolwork or something productive. Yeah, yeehaw. All right, Femcanics, thank you so much for tuning in on this simple yet uh, kind of behind the scenes for Femcanic Garage. I thought it'd be fun for you guys to kind of get a little behind the scenes of my world. And a big thank you to all of you who are out there doing your thing out in the community during these times and being you. And just keep showing up for what you do. Thank you all. And happy Mother's Day to all the amazing mothers out there. Stay safe and go have some fun with those munchkins. Talk to you guys later. Famcanics, I want to hear from you and get your feedback. I want to know what you like or don't like about the podcast. You can leave a message by calling 614 636 Again, it's 614-636-2240. Leave me a message and who knows, you might hear yourself on the podcast. Hey Femcanics, this is Jamie B. And this is kind of a version 2 or a supplement to the recording that you just heard. My partner challenged me. She is a licensed mental health counselor. And I love the fact that she challenges me on these things to really get me 
thinking outside the box and helping me become a better version of me. And I also realized that I was a hypocrite in the sense that the very essence of Femcanic Garage is about challenging stereotypes and breaking down barriers. And listening to the playback, and my partner was editing it, played it out loud to me and said to me, you missed a golden opportunity to educate our own children. And she was right. What you heard my daughter say is a man's job. And it didn't even occur to me to challenge her on that and use that as a teaching opportunity of why is it a man's job? How many times on this podcast have I talked about that? And here I am talking to my own children and didn't even challenge their thinking about it. It just went right over my head because that is how we are all conditioned by society. Even though that's the whole purpose of my podcast is to challenge that. So what I've done is got my children back down to have a conversation with them and have a dialogue around that. What you're about to listen to is the outcome from that conversation. So, man, even I'm guilty of this. And this just goes to show you that this is something we all need to pay attention to. And this is something I live and breathe every day. And it just went right over my head. So I hope you enjoy this supplement to it. And uh, keep on wrenching, my friends. All right. I am here for round two. And with me, I have my partner, Monica. Hi. My daughter, Jaden. <laughs> and my son, Jordan. And when we went, when my partner was going through and doing the editing uh, of this uh, special edition episode, she did the playback for me for a particular section. And I realized that I missed a golden opportunity to teach my kids about society. And Monica and I both agree that as parents that this is something that we should go back and revisit and we kicked around the idea of just having a private conversation with the kids but we decided why not record it share it with the femcanic community and hopefully multiple people get value out of this conversation now what was discussed and brought up as you guys just heard in the interview is my daughter referenced a man's job and I went about and answered the question and didn't think twice about it. But I wanted to dig into that a little bit and ask my kids, who decides that at any particular job is a man's job? And I'm going to let my son go first and give his feedback on it. Um, if I'm going to be perfectly honest right now, no one makes that decision. No one. Absolutely no one. Because a man's not the boss of a woman. A, a woman's their own person. Women are downgraded. Now, Jaden, I want you to go and share your insight and feedback on that. For me, I don't think any, like Jordan said, I don't think anybody decides whether or not it's a man's job or a female's job. But when I say a man's job, it's what people, men, consider a man's job where... 
they think that women should be baking or cooking or cleaning or being a teacher, a doctor, things like that. And they, I don't think that's the best thing in the world because, you know, people should be able to be their own person without being told what to do. So this is Monica. Hello, everybody. So my question to the both of you is, while I agree with you that nobody makes that decision for any woman or any other person, where did that start? Who started those rules that it's a man's job, that only men can fix cars, that only women should be teachers, that only men should be lawyers. Where did that start in the first place, in your opinion? Jaden, what are your thoughts? Mati, what was the question again? <laughs> Where did that start in the first place? Who made those rules up in the first place? For me, I feel like since I know where a lot of things are made up, I think it's just a bunch of old men came together and said, this is a man's job. And that's how it's going to be for the rest of 2,000 years. So do you guys think that it has to be that way? Jordan, what are your thoughts? Um, No, no, and more no. And that's my thoughts. Jaden? I don't think it has to be that way. I Like I said before, I think people should be able to choose their own path and who they want to be, and they shouldn't be judged for what they want to do and what they believe in. Like if a man wanted to be a doctor or a nurse, they could be a nurse or a doctor if they wanted to. A man could be a teacher if they wanted to. A woman could be a lawyer if they want to, or they could work in a bank, or they could work in a garage. They can build cars. They can do whatever they want to. So there's a term that I want to introduce, and the reason why I want to introduce this is this is kind of that missed opportunity that we talked about. Jaden, in the, in the initial recording, you said a man's job, and I think this is a good opportunity to give both of you some language, and I completely missed this the first time around. It's not a man's job. It may be a male-dominated field because statistically there may be more men in that field, but that doesn't make it a man's job. Maybe male-dominated, meaning that there's more, but that doesn't make it a male's job or a man's job. Monica, I know you wanted to say something. Well, and I think that the reason it's important to understand language is because even though your intention wasn't to say that only men, Jaden, can do those jobs, when we talk like that and when we say that, we're reinforcing those things and those kind of thoughts that limit women and other people and what they want to do. So that's why, Martina, I think that teaching you those terms help defeat those barriers and overcome those stereotypes and those attitudes that certain people can't do certain things. And our opinion is that that kind of learning starts at home with you at this age. And the more you learn now, the more you can apply it later and help support other people. So I guess I'm curious to get both of your guys' ideas around how would you fix 
or solution so that women felt more comfortable in a male-dominated job? I would talk to the U.S. president. Jaden, what are things or ideas that you think may help or fix and empower women to feel more comfortable in male-dominated jobs? Well, there are some things that men could do that could help women feel comfortable doing a man man-dominated job. Man-dominated, dominated, dominated. Male-dominated. Male okay, thank you. Is like not downgrading them or like sizing them down just because they're doing something that they think they should only be doing. And I feel like if people with more power over things could help give women in the automotive industry like a voice and help them just kind of say that like women can do this job too. It's not just you. You can, anybody can do it. Monica, you wanted to add something. So Jaden, as a girl who's going to become a woman, if you decided to choose a career path that was in a field that was male dominated, such as a mechanic, let's say, which we know those not your interest, but let's say you decided to pursue something like that. What would you like to hear from your male coworkers or your male bosses that would help you feel more comfortable? Something that would make me feel more comfortable if I was a mechanic in a male dominated job. I mean, I guess not like making me feel like I'm in a place where I can't ask for help if I need it. Because I'll feel like I'm doing something wrong. Even if they don't say anything to me, I feel like they could just give me that look like that look of disgust, like that look up and down kind of thing. Like, what is she doing? Kind of look. Maybe like if I look like I'm struggling, ask me if I need help. Like, ask me if they could help me. Not in a sense where I'm like a kid and they're talking me down. Where they could like, from like a teaching point, like teachers, they, they want to help you. Not the point where it's like, let me help you, little girl. So I heard two things from you. One is make it an environment to where if I have to ask a question, I can do that without being judged because I'm a girl or a woman. And two, if you see that I'm struggling with something, just offer to help again without judging me because I'm a woman. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So Jordan, you had raised your hand and you said that there was something you would like to add. So go ahead and share what you were going to say, buddy. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Jordan, let me repeat the question. Maybe that'll spark the idea. What I was talking about is what solutions or ways or ideas that you have that could possibly fix or make it better for so that women feel more comfortable in male-dominated jobs. Did that trigger anything? Yeah, it really did. What I was going to say was that why not just let the woman do it, do what they want. Just let them do what they want. It's a great point. It's simple, right? Jaden, you uh, let me know that there's something that you want to add to that. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, there's parades or, like, marches, like the Women's March and the pride parade things like that to like kind of have a voice to tell you that i'm here and i'm going to be here if you could make like i don't know start like a march or something just to i don't know motivate 
women in the, out there who are hiding in their own shell because they're scared that they're going to be put down or bullied for being who they are. That's a really cool idea. That's very, very creative. And uh, the love of my life has something to say. Here you go, Monica. Well, Jamie, I think that's the purpose of Femcanic, isn't it? To give these women a voice. Thanks for that love ball, honey. <laughs> and you guys wonder why Femcanic Grudge Podcast is so good. Because she's an amazing producer and keeps me in shape. <laughs> Well, kids, I really appreciate you guys sitting back down and being willing to have this conversation. I'm so glad my partner with our dog on her lap has sat down so that we could have this family conversation. And we let all of you, the Femcanic community, into literally our living room to share one of our family conversations and maybe someone somewhere can benefit from listening to this conversation and maybe it'll open the door or inspire someone to maybe do differently or just find the courage to take that next step. So I want to thank all of you for tuning in and do not hesitate to reach out to uh, Femcanic Garage either on Instagram, Facebook, if you have any questions or email and I would be more than happy to answer any questions. Thanks again, everyone. The Weiss Baker is in the driver's seat next. In 2016, she went from stocking supermarket shelves to launching Womanic, motor mechanics with a feminine touch. She has been a featured guest in the UK on radio, TV, and magazines, all while running her shop. Join me next week to learn more about Louise's journey. Until next time, Femcanics. Thanks for listening to the Femcanic Garage Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Femcanic Garage. Check out our website, femcanicgarage.com, for swag and the transcribes for each episode. If you want to help grow this community, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, review, and most importantly, share this podcast. Spread the word. This is Jamie B. signing off. Are you a femcanic?